guys. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela, episode five. Five? We've already done five. Yes, episode five. An Indigo's Journey with Christina Shulman. Scott. Yes. You are a red aura, and you are my husband, and your name is Scott for anybody I'm just I am, listening. I'm, last time I checked, I am your <laughs> husband, yes. And <laughs> I do have a red aura. You do deal with indigos a lot because, like, that's me. I and do. How would you sum up, like, before I go into what an indigo is, like, what's your experience with the indigo? Hmm. Well, an indigo, <laughs> since I've lived with you for, I don't know how many years now. It's been a while. It's been a while. Lost count. <laughs> um, like 19. <laughs> it, I, I would say it's a very emotional journey. Maybe right? emotional is the best word emotional? to describe okay. Emotional. Okay. Okay. Yes. I can a handle of, that. A lot of uh, feelings. <laughs> a lot of feelings. A, a lot of, you know, you know you, you're going to be okay. That kind of stuff. A lot of coaching. A lot of coaching. A lot of like coaching. A lot of, yeah. Like yeah. you really help me like with yeah. confrontations because I really am bad with that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like my voice changes a little bit. Like <laughs> it's going to be okay, honey. You talk like, to me like, like that. Like that. Like, yeah. I'm, like I'm a hamster. It's okay, honey. <laughs> it's okay. It's going to be okay. They didn't mean it. They didn't mean it. Like what's going on? I do. Right, I get like right. whiny, and yeah. you like help me deal with that. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. true. Well, okay. So, what is an indigo? So, you know, last episode was the recovering empath, and we talked about the em- empath's journeys, and in, in what I like to coin is the recovering empath. And empaths are like indigos, turquoises, blues, and purples. And an indigo is just one of those variations of color. So they're emotionally psychic. Indigos are emotionally psychic, which means they can feel the feelings of other people the exact same as their own. And the difference between like an indigo and a blue, for example, would be like an indigo needs more like one-on-one time rather than dealing with like a lot of people. So like I'm an indigo. So when I was teaching, I would get like extremely overwhelmed of like all the kids. All, I mean, the kids aren't even that bad because they're so authentic. So let's just move it to like all my coworkers, like all this, all the, like it's, it's like, it's too many people is not good for an indigo. So like indigos are better one-on-one and blues are better, like with more, more people they can help. Right. Yeah. And then, and then like you do your, like I would say, I think is your indigo things where you watch your, your Netflix. Oh yeah. And you take your like little midday nap for a little I do. bit. Yeah, I need my naps. And, you know. <laughs> I like, do. Are those, those would be like indigo things? I feel like I love you most when you're like, go take a nap, honey. That, well, that's why I say, go, go take a nap. Honey. That's go how you say nap. it, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't realize that that is exactly how you speak to me. <laughs> Don't worry. Everything's fine here. Everything's fine. Everything's when you okay. say that, like, I just, I love you. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. th- really? Okay. And I just, yeah. like, run up and take my nap. Yep. Like, that's awesome. Throw on your vampire diaries and Yeah, like, Netflix I binge watch. I feel like blues do that, too. But, like, indigos um, definitely have a hermit thing going on, like, for may- maybe even, like, multiple days at a time. So, so Christina Shulman, I've been very invested in her journey ever since she was on Nick Viles' oh, season of The Bachelor. I sometimes, you know, oh. when you're into going out and watching The Bachelor, yeah. I will come in. And I do believe I came in on the episode often. and... <laughs> What's that? This happens often. Yes. And I do believe I came on the episode where Nick, whatever his name is, Unbalanced Green Guy, yeah. was, I think he was breaking up with Yes. Him. And you were like, and you, I, yes, yes, go ahead and say it. And on. I was like, this, I mean, he, I don't know. I, I felt very bad for her, by the yeah. way. You know, and, and she really seemed like a, and she is a genuine sweet person. We didn't person. know her then. But yeah. I didn't know her then. Of course not. I yeah. just kind of came in. And, I, and, you know, being red, I was like, oh, that guy's a jerk, you know? Like, That's, she's nice. Yeah, she's nice. She's a nice person, and you're <laughs> just a jerk. Because you know, that's how I am, red. You know? Yeah. So, like, you know, anytime, you know, like, um, 
I, I get like that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> get like angry. At I get angry about it for that being I, mean. Yeah. I don't like when like guys like you know attack Indigo girls. I guess. Yeah. And uh, but then I forget about it. You know, <laughs> I, have, I have a short attention span with these things. But yeah, so I think she was on yeah, this season. That is when you watched it, like because he was breaking up with her, and like I just I remember like when she was on because she made it to like I think she was like. The right before hometown she went home or something anyways but she shared a little bit with her journey about her journey and um so if you don't if you don't know like she was adopted from russia and she is very guarded about you know she's been very open about her journey but also a little guarded because it's it's not been it's hard and i think as an indigo what happens is you don't want to burden other people with your trauma you know because like not only do you have to feel it yourself you have to feel other people feeling it so like, and she's got some trauma and, um, I'm, you know, I've done readings for her before and we're going to talk about this. I hope when, when we do our interview, how it's shaped her, like being an indigo, you know, trying to survive as a child, basically, like I have to be, you know, absorbent into what other people want me to be so I can like eat today, you know, versus today on like this reality world stage. So I, I find it fascinating how her filter of indigo has parlayed into her career and because you don't see a lot of indigos in um the spotlight so i'm gonna no. throw it to christina shulman she's gonna call in so i'm excited about that, that sounds fantastic yeah because you know like an incredible story it's it is an incredible story she's amazing and i can't wait to hear it from her own perspective while we're waiting for christina shulman guys gotta talk to you about whatever aura color you are like honestly we most easily connect to spirit when we are vibrating at our higher levels of energy. And one of the easiest ways to raise your vibration is through your nutrition. One of our very own, who I've mentioned before, Nancy Anderson, that's Aunt Nancy Anderson Fit, she's a trainer and a nutritionist, can help us with this. She has one nutrition plan in particular called the 30-Day Slim Down that is great for raising your vibration, but also really just losing your inflammation, correcting weight loss resistance, and leaning you out. This is her most popular nutrition program, guys, and it is a research-based fat-burning elimination diet meal plan that lays out your exact breakfast, snacks, lunch, and dinner for four weeks, people, four weeks. It is designed to reset your metabolism, rid toxins, which is a big issue for all of us, and bloat, promote optional hormones, sleep cycles, adrenal function, and mental clarity. Every single month, she coaches a community through this program together in a private group, and they always see and feel such great results. And you got to understand, you guys, she like puts before and afters on her on her site and her IG so it's Nancy Anderson fit and like they are kind of dramatic like when you see the before and afters so like when you do this take a before picture I don't care how much you don't want to do it just do it because like you'll feel so much better like when it's over I think that's like a big regret of everybody that does it they're like oh I should have taken a before picture so if you know that you need to clean up your diet or want to lean out or just want to start feeling better clearer and more easily connected to spirit I highly suggest jumping in for her next 30-day slim down challenge that's coming up it starts Monday October 7th but she does it intermittently like if you're listening to this after this like keep looking because she always does it and guys it's totally doable everything is laid out the recipes are quick and easy and she coaches you the whole way through it like you don't have to think nancy thinks for you it's amazing to join you can head to her site directly nancyandersonfit.com and enter the code mmfamily at checkout and you'll get 20 percent off i'm going to include this link and everything in our show notes. And I hope to see you guys in her October community because she is the real deal. Now, 
Let's talk to Christina Shulman. I'm very excited because I have a very special guest here. You've seen her on The Bachelor and you've seen her on two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. And her name is Christina Shulman and she was so kind to come and be on this podcast for us. Hi, Christina. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy that you're here. So just like a little... I guess, refresher for people listening. Like we've had readings together, like I've read you before and I've always been just a fan. And what is really interesting about you is your aura color because you're indigo. (laughs) And I feel like there's not a lot of you in the public eye, you know. And so do you remember what that means? Like like being indigo? Yes, I do. I relate to it so much now that I know. Yeah, well, when when I look at you, and I think the first time I saw you was on, Nick, is it Nick Vial or Vial or what's his name? I'm not sure. <laughs> like nobody knows. Maybe the first one. I like to call him right. Nick Vial because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's fitting or whatever. But like, anyways, I, I with him, <laughs> I remember seeing you on that season and like I look at pictures, right? And I can tell the the if I looked at a picture from you from filming back then till to like today, it looks like you're still indigo, but you're so different in that I feel like you learned how to own it. Like, so, you know, being indigo is emotionally psychic. And I feel, and I remember telling you in a reading, I felt like it was your survival tactic. Um, because like, right. I don't think you talk a lot about, I mean, you have talked about your childhood a little bit. I, you touched upon it on The Bachelor, I remember. And it was just mm-hmm. really fascinating for a lot of us. How well, do you feel like being indigo affected you? I remember just thinking, why am I so sensitive? And I was easily like triggered and crying. And mm-hmm. I think everyone else started picking out saying like, why is she so sensitive? Mm-hmm. And I never understood until again, getting a reading with you. And then as soon as I knew that, mm-hmm. I started learning how to manage it and learn what should affect me and what is affecting me. And if it's mine or if it's someone else's. Wow. I remember one specific time and I remember the exact few people that were sitting at the table and at one point, I was just, I felt like something was on my nerves and I was kind of snappy. And they, uh, my friends were like, what's going on? Are you okay? I said, I don't know. And I don't know how it came on. Mm-hmm. And just later to learn like something else was going on at the restaurant. Right. And it's just weird coming, um, coming through, like in those kind of situations, not knowing. Right. But that's exactly how it works. You think you're crazy, like when you're indigo, like you really do. And it's crazy because like, um, you'll go and then once you realize it, I feel like you look and like, I talk a lot about empaths, right? So indigo is an empath and Mm -hmm. empaths are anybody that feels feelings of other people, the same of their own. And I think once you learn, you have, you're an empath and, and for you that you're an indigo, which is a little different. Um, I feel like you start looking at your past and being like, wow, how did that affect me? And like, what agreements, did I make in my life that affect me today from, from the way, I don't know, I've, I've been since I was a child because like you had to count on other people a lot for survival growing up. Right. And that's where it's like, I remember certain parts and memories, but whenever I'm talking about this with you, we have talked about it briefly in the past. Mm -hmm. It triggered my memory. And I'm, I was like, I do remember. So it comes in waves, but I feel deep down, I had to survive and I had to do whatever I needed to do. And sometimes I pushed those memories so far away oh, yeah. that I didn't know what happened and how I managed, but I am here today and yeah. whatever I had to do. 
You know what it is? Because you're a survivor. So like what you just discussed with me is like, I talk about like um, the recovering empath and how there's like stages. And there is a stage where you can be mm-hmm. angry and victimized, you know, and I'm like, wow, people did this to me and that to me. And like, and you have like, you could really look back and just to refresh with people, you're originally from Russia. Right. And yes. you were like orphaned at a very young age. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And when did you come to the States? Just to give people a timeline. In, in 2004, I was 12. Oh my then. God. Okay. And I feel like with you, like you could have stayed in an angry or bitter place as an empath, like, but you move past it to like, you know what? I'm strong. Like I'm here. I did it. You know, like all the good parts about me. And also I feel like with you, the way that you, I just, every time I, I do a reading for you or even now when we're just, we're just talking, you know, but I get images of you Mm -hmm in my mind is a very young child and it makes me emotional because like I get, um, because I, I myself do readings like where I empathically like will share space with somebody. So I get these images mm-hmm. of you like three, four years old, like just almost being who somebody needs you to be. So you get dinner that night, like, and just very basic kind of, um, needs met by being whoever that person needed you to be. And you used your indigo aura to do that well, and you survived, you know? So it's a good thing, I yep. guess. Not more than I had to, but I tried to I think just be as nice as it could be. Right. But sometimes that's when I think of uh, my memories, the ones that I do remember. Mm-hmm. And I start to question, I was like, am I remembering them correctly? <laughs> or is it a story I made up in my mind for, mm-hmm. me to, for it to make sense? for my life to make sense. So it's really interesting. I tell people a lot, Mm -hmm. like when, when you start recovering um, and you heal or things from the past come up, um, we'll get like flashes. And I think it's part because this, I hear this all the time. A lot of people that have been through trauma tend to be like, Oh, that didn't happen. Or I'm making up that memory or that, that's that's just a, it's almost like it's not real like did I watch that on mo- on a movie and I think it's me or right. something I feel like that's the way our brain protects us honestly like because I hear that so often with people who've experienced like actual actual trauma that they're like I don't know it feels like it's a real memory but it's like a shadow memory but I feel like that's how you got through it like disassociation in a way um Mm -hmm. but anyway so I I really feel like you have a book in there Christina like with what like I really do because when I see you today and like I feel like the girl that we saw on Nick Vile's season of The Bachelor and the girl we saw on this current season of Bachelor in Paradise like you're saying it like you say what's on your mind now how how do you handle people's reactions to you being you Oh boy! Yeah, I think it's it was it was hard initially because mm-hmm. it came in quantities of people. It wasn't just one and four and few in between. It was a lot of people coming at the same time, mm-hmm. and for me, pers- like it was hard to hear. But yeah. at the end of the day, I knew that I was really happy on that beach and that I made some really wonderful friends mm-hmm. um, who like me, vice versa. So I think I was mostly hurt watching back because I trusted some people that didn't have my back when they Mm -hmm. say they would in a sense. So that's where I was hurt mostly because um, my trust 
I was blindly trusting or I had putting on an expectation on people that they couldn't give me back. You know, and I think like when you are like emotionally psychic, like you are an empathic and you, you realize that people have duality, like that person, these people that you put your trust in, they weren't lying to you when they said that, but then they also weren't lying when they go, you know, say things over their other shoulder about you to somebody else, you know? So I think that's the hardest thing of being emotionally psychic is understanding that people have um, the ability to be double, to be two people in one. That's hard. Mm -hmm. That makes sense too. I also noticed speaking on the emotionally psychic part, Mm -hmm. it really has amazed me. um, I guess in the recent months after speaking with you again, that Whenever I'm speaking to a friend or an acquaintance, I can I can pick up what they're trying to say without them saying it too. And sometimes I think I jump the gun and wanting to them to talk about something when they're not ready or they don't know that's the actual issue, what the actual issue is. Oh my God, that's so, that's his, you know, and you did that to me because like I was all like, ner- I was like, oh, do I talk about her childhood? I don't want to trigger her. And you were like, I give you permission <laughs> to talk about it. Like you, you did that to me too. Because <laughs> I was all like, okay, Sorry. I'm tiptoeing. Oh, and you're just like, just say it, you know, because you're, you picked that up on you're me. Welcome, yeah. yeah, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so like we get, I think oh, like course. when two indigos talk to one another, it's a lot of like, I think they, we, um, it takes a while to get, like kind of like a flow going because like everyone's all extra polite you know what I mean (laughs) like like a little too polite right (laughs) it's funny with me I feel like I I'm pretty forward if everyone watched the last season of Fair, this past season of Paradise yeah um I'm pretty forward and there's no reason I I guess my delivery could be nicer but (laughs) at the moment Whenever my delivery comes, it's out of frustration a lot of the time because yeah. I'm patiently waiting and listening and listening. Yeah. And then I, I just react instead of still having, trying to have a controlled conversation. It's, I find that you're, like, you're very intelligent too. Like you're very smart. So I feel like with you, when you hear people talk and talk and talk and talk, you already know what the point is. And so you're like, let's just sum (laughs) this up, you know, like, I feel like, let's get, let's get to the point. It's also, I think, hard for you. Like, I know this is just my observation. Um, You don't really coddle yourself. So it's hard for you to sit there and like kind of coddle other people, like kind of, you know, pat their backs or be like, let's try, like, you can do that. Like, you know, you're not, you don't go overboard with it, but you don't do that for you either. So it's, I, so like, for example, just with Kaylin, I feel like, um, she's a lot of feelings, you know? So I get like, it's like, you could be like that too. It's just, you've moved past that or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I think like some people I think can be a trigger sometimes if they're taking too long (laughs) to just get to the the emotional point. That's what I noticed with you this season. Cause like you did have a great delivery. I like, I enjoyed your delivery. (laughs) I just, I I remember having decent conversations with people and I was kind of proud of myself. I said, Mm -hmm. okay, you're like speaking to myself. You're learning how to stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You're, not easily emotionally triggered Mm -hmm. and it's just it's it was interesting to see this season and how it uh, played out and again I've said it wasn't all bad just because initially people saw me on next season of uh, The Bachelor and I yes I was emotional I was shy I was sensitive Mm -hmm. and then Bachelor in Paradise the first one came around and I was definitely the girl who got her heart broken yeah and but those sides are me but also like 
this season was me, mm-hmm. not the way they edited, but I did have, I do have a backbone now and I do stand yeah. up for myself and others. Yeah. You, you so. changed and you grew. And I think a lot of backlash that you got was like, whoa, you've changed. And I think that's a compliment, you know, cause like we're not supposed to people be the don't same change. person. Yeah. Right. Right. Two yeah. years later. I mean, people, I would, I would, wouldn't expect somebody to be the same no. two years later. Hopefully there was growth. Exactly. In the past, did you ever feel like, just like with your whole history of Christina, like the history of you, because this is what I got when I watched you on The Bachelor and Nick's season, um, I felt like, like, I don't know, sharing about yourself felt like burdensome, like, it, it, like to you, like almost like, like your story had so many chapters, it, it felt like you didn't want to like unload it on people. Oh. Did you feel that way? Like when you would just, hey, where are you from is like a very complicated question. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Still to this day, kind of. <laughs> right. Um, and I just feel like at that point on next season, I've mm-hmm. said it so many times. So whenever you see me actually talking to Nick on that date, yeah. I feel like I've repeated it way too many times. Right. And I almost feel distant from the story itself yeah. because uh, typically that holds a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. But whenever I share it so many times, it's, well, yeah. you become kind of almost immune to it. That's right. what I always wonder about artists that perform on tour every other week mm-hmm. or every weekend how do they still stay so connected to each performance um that's yeah. what it felt like whenever I was telling my story so many times that's an interesting thought I feel like that's why we see a lot of them uh fall off the deep end here and there or I always say like a lot of these artists are purple and I always say like purples throw bombs so like they, they do something to like make their life mm-hmm. completely nuts for a little bit so they feel like it's like okay something's different that's mm-hmm. you know that's why they're so crazy all these like artists and stuff but I have feelings it's probably mm-hmm. sure that's probably why like when I think about with you and like your journey and how you've changed and how we all see that and like I react to it positively I'm like okay cool like she's you know she's herself she's coming in she's strong I love that you say that you felt really centered and that you had a really happy time uh, in paradise because like in the edit at least you know they made it look kind of like not that way oh yeah yeah so what do you think about the edit do you think they correctly like portrayed you this is what I would say it's part like the edit itself, mm-hmm. how they piece it together, isn't. But the parts they chose yeah. are, right. if that makes sense. It does. Because also what makes sense to me is whenever you watch a movie and you have a character, there's character development for a character to have multiple sides to their persona. Right. With reality TV, there's just not enough time. So you get like a one-sided person. One person is this character. and Another person is going to play this part. So I think it is what it is. That's a great analogy. I don't know. I think, I think, yeah, it makes sense. It, it does. makes sense for me whenever thinking it through. And I said, okay, I can accept this. There's a lot of things I had to learn and talk to people about for my edit to make sense to me. Reality TV does not give you multi-dimensions of, like, who you are. Right. And that's why, like, when I see you, that, that that's what, like, drives me nuts when I watch, like, reality television. Because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I see... Like with you, especially like with your color and stuff like that, like there's such depth to you. And they wanted, I feel like the portrayal of, oh, the little girl, you know, Christina, who got her heart broken. Like, you're okay. Like, you're fine. Like, you didn't come on crying, all upset. Like, how was it seeing Dean? Like, how, 
kind of reaction did you have to that? Like, how did you handle that? Like, just take us through it. Cause we're so, all like, that's weird. Well, a little, it's interesting because again, starting this season of the bachelor, I just came in, everyone heard my story mm-hmm. and then I went to paradise and I had strong feelings for Dean. And then I got my heart broken, if you say. And then two years later, I said, you know what? Even though all of those things happen, and that's who I am, I want to come back stronger. And I want to set an example that it's okay to go through all these things and still come out stronger. Um, Again, it didn't portray that way fully on TV. Mm -hmm. But that's how I felt. And it eases my mind knowing that I stay true to that. So seeing Dean, I think it was kind of... If I'm being honest, a little bit, a little bit surreal. Yeah. I don't know if surreal is the right, right word. Um, to that, seeing him on the beach, it's been a year since I've seen a year. Wow. Yes, I think it's been a yes, a full year since I've seen him. Mm-hmm. So it was good, good to see him. I could tell he was a little bit hesitant mm-hmm. being back. I think he had his own plan going into it, but. Yeah. A uh, wrench was thrown into it, and I think he opened up to somebody else. Right. Um, that's a whole different thing. I have a theory yeah, on we... that. <laughs> but go ahead. You do? I do. Let's hear it. I just feel like, I feel like with Dean, like some people I feel like need, um, I don't know, they're like, I, I don't, I just coined this just now, like they're first page people. Like they can only handle somebody reading their first page. And like once you start like turning the pages, like they're like, ah, oh, don't do that. And they run away. So I just have, right. I, I feel, and you, Christine, I feel like when you meet somebody and I don't know if this is something that, well, I'm in chapter 20. Yeah. <laughs> well, <there's... laughs> you're like, all of a sudden you're like, what's with your dad? Like you get all sorts of stuff and you're like digging and somebody like Dean's like, whoa, he like when somebody's not comfortable going there themselves, like they definitely don't want somebody else going there. And like, that's just who you are which I get, you know, I'm like that too. So that's my, that's my philosophy on Dean. He's a first page guy. But Kaylin's fine with that. <laughs> some people, I feel like appreciate that. So that way it mm-hmm. saves them um, kind of steps in their story. But yeah, I wouldn't appreciate if somebody did it to me. No. <laughs> I want someone to read all my pages. But it's pages. like I'm so complex. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eventually I do too. I'm so like, <laughs> guarded, I think. Well, that's your indigo. Point. Do you ever feel like you're protecting people from yourself or something? Like, cause that's kind of what I get from you. Like as an indigo, you're like, whoa, this is so heavy. I don't want to feel other people's reactions to whatever it is like that. Do you ever feel that? I think it's both mm-hmm. me protecting other people from knowing me yeah. and me protecting them just in general. Yeah. I feel, I mean, we can talk about Blake, but oh, yeah. I was definitely protecting him a lot. Yeah. Actually, like, a lot I of saw... people were asking me about that. That was like a number one question I got. Cause I had people on Instagram, like ask me questions and a lot of them, actually a lot mm-hmm. of people, by the way, who I guess who like follow me or listen to this podcast, they understand the aura thing. So they, oh, good. yeah. So they get like, okay, she's indigo. She changed. So I got a, like a lot of questions about like, how do you handle absorbing all that? Like, cause they speak the lingo. So just so you know, masterpiece art mama asks, what is it in Blake that makes you feel the need to protect and take care of him? What is that? Good question. Yeah. When, when someone is, this is weird to answer because I'm speaking from my perspective, but yeah, about Blake. Uh, when someone is not seeing the full fiction, I do. Mm-hmm. 
whether it's have done the show before or not and let's see how things will be portrayed like I feel the need to protect if I care about them yeah and I think and also it had I think it had something to do with seeing Dean go through what he did and maybe I wasn't there for him to the full extent that he needed me to be I wanted to put all my cards and protect Blake in a sense right so that way, like, it was almost making up for the time I didn't do for Dean. Maybe it's like a guilt thing well, that I carry. You're I a felt, healer. You're but... a healer. You, you, you know. Did you see, like, that he was, like, the, did you see, how quick did it take you to see that this season was going to be kind of tough for him? Like, how long did that take you to figure out when you oh. were there? <laughs> as soon as I was there. As soon as I was on that beach. Oh, my God. I, I sat on the beach. We had some fun. And I knew that my day going on that um four-wheeler or whatever you call yes. it was going to be the highlight probably after paradise <laughs> i mean i my intention wasn't to like sabotage him or anything no. of that sort i just genuinely wanted to have a conversation with him yeah. sitting um on our date because i think how he handled it with me before we got to paradise mm-hmm. was poor yeah but then I could see how he's being pulled in so many different directions yeah. and I could see the as- the TV aspect of being on that beach. Granted, I had no idea how editing would be. But you have an but as I think just as an indigo and as an empath and being emotionally psychic and everything that we talk about on here, you did. Like cuz it's kind of like a feeling, kind of like a you just oh, you see the bigger picture. Yes, it's hard to describe mm-hmm. too. Look, there's so much to our feeling that and not enough words sometimes to describe you just said it exactly yeah. that's exact. like that is it like it's like looking it's like if you ever gone to the grand canyon and like you look at it like you get okay like i see it but did you but there's so much more you know like you're just looking at the whole right. thing i think that's kind of what blake was <laughs> like you're like there is oh man and like i can't pinpoint it but it's not good like we're not getting like you just felt it right away um you know, the thing with Blake is he always looks like a little, he feels got, he's got like lost puppy dog energy to me. And he's not like, he does not feel malicious, just like very unbalanced. No. You know, he, what, yeah, go ahead. He's definitely a, a diff, uh, quite a bit different yeah. than when I initially met him. Yeah. Um, I think he was more like sturdy and more himself. Yeah. And I think throughout the year he got a little bit lost. Yes. And um, different priorities, maybe. I, uh, that makes sense because like when he was on Becca's season, like, you know, I do those little Instagram reading things like for, cause I'm a bachelor fan. So I did his color mm-hmm. changed. Like he's wearing like inauthentic green now. Like, I feel like he just, he went off the deep end and I feel like he'll find himself, but man, mm-hmm. it, it's, mm-hmm. I feel bad. I feel bad. I kind of felt bad for him too, but at the same time it was like, well, okay, we have to back up. If stagecoach <laughs> were a color, like stagecoach the festival, I, 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 it would be what I like to call hot mess purple. Hold on. <laughs> because. Oh, I was wondering if you let me guess it. Oh, I'm guess sorry. Oh, man. Would you guess? Would no, you that's guess okay. Hot mess purple. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it, I would have said like purple of some kind. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. It is like, what? What? A shit show. So anyway, so. What the hell? Like, what happened? Like, what the hell happened? <laughs> like, what happened? A genuine, I had no idea anything like that was going down as stagecoach. I just knew my business. Mm-hmm. Like, I came down with my, uh, came down with what I thought would be a nice little festival romance. Right. 
turned out yeah. the following night it wasn't. Wow. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to push that aside. I'm not dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have so much fun with my friends. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I ended up doing. That's it. Okay. I, had, I still had a lot of fun. It just all followed, trickled right behind me into paradise. Well, yeah. Followed Blake. It, yes. And it just, but. it set up like this whole, I think, paradise was really like that was the back context of it or whatever like it just came up so much what did you I wonder what storyline they would have had without I don't know paradise. yeah they would have I mean, figured something out I'm sure <laughs> like, I'm sure they <laughs> figured something out it was a lot well okay Lindsay 216 asks what do you think about Blake posting his text with Kaylin what are your thoughts about that um, I think there's a lot of gray area, mm-hmm. and I obviously can't speak exactly the intention from Blake's side right. or how. Like, I, if I put myself in that position, if I I can try to. Mm-hmm. If my character was in jeopardy like that, and somebody calling me and saying I silence them on national scale, I think my character is more important to me, yeah. and I will do anything to restore it, because ultimately that's what you have. Yes. Cast a TV show 10 years from now. Yeah. So I, I don't know how it would have went about it, yeah. but I don't know if Blake would have had any credibility otherwise. Um, I know they discussed doing interviews and maybe they could have talked it out. Right. Again, that was a possibility, but yeah. Blake's concern was, would she be telling the truth then when she right. already lied on national scale? Yeah. Um, I would be hesitant. Like, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. And I would be hesitant to do so too i think that's why again if i put myself in calum's shoes yeah and someone did that to me i personally would own up because i did send them yeah but then again i don't see myself lying like that that's to diminish someone's character completely yeah like it's hard to put yourself in people's shoes that like you're not them and you don't like act like them at all but i felt like when i saw the whole thing play out or whatever i feel like it was uh it's, it's funny because, like, people have realities and they really do believe them, you know. And right. when, when you and, – and so, you know, Kaylin has her reality and, and she believes it and Blake has his and he believes it. And then, like, kind of like when you step back, you know, and it's like what's the truth, it, it's, it gets fuzzy. And I feel like with, with the whole situation, Blake, if he was in a more authentic state of mind, would have made better choices about who he spent his – intimate moments with and I don't and I feel like he would have you know it but that's what happens when you're not being authentic like you make choices that are going to blow up in your face later and that's the lesson I got from that you know like with him that was a (laughs) sequence of bad events (laughs) for Blake so with you as an indigo and an empath even the positive attention and the negative attention like how do you deal because we talk a lot about empaths like you know, me, like, like I talk a lot about empaths, like, as having issues, like, with absorbing, like, any, anything, like, attention, mm-hmm. somebody looks at you, positive, negative, anything, it's a lot, like, you absorb it, how do you deal, how do you feel that, and how do you deal with it? Um, I think it would be easy to be pulled in so many directions, whether it's negative or positive, if you're not stable. Yeah. I always imagine myself, do you know that little game you play, uh, where you, like, in this little thing on the floor and it goes in a circle yeah spin the bottle um no <laughs> it's oh, a oh. little it's spin a the little bottle? yeah i know all about that game <laughs> <laughs> don't we all <laughs> but it's like a little game thing it has 
the top and the bottom and you spin it on the floor oh, and top. you can see how like a spinner? I think I think that's what it's called. We'll figure this out. Listeners help us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, help us. Um I think that's what what you call it. Right. But see if you're going if you're going sturdy in that uh spin, you're like centered. So anything yeah. that touches you, like it really can't. Yes. But if you when you start going off tilt, that's when you lose balance yeah. and you're being pulled in so many different directions. I use a lot of analogies. If you I, I do too. I love noticed. analogies. That's how I I can best describe. Yes. But yes, I mean, negative uh, uh, negativity. Uh, I think I will start with this. Yeah. Luckily, I wasn't uh, at the time of my first national show, mm-hmm. I wasn't faced with so much negativity. I yeah. think that would have really got to me yeah. because I wasn't my, like my whole self. Right. Um, but since it was more positive and it gradually turned into a few negative comments, quite more than a few. Yeah. I was already stable. So they wow. didn't hit me as hard as they would have if, when I was first on the show, because I wasn't used to any kind of attention. Yeah, that's good. Do you think like, I, I have this thing, like if you agree with something, it bothers you. So when somebody's negative and it, it can only bother you if you agree with it. You know, and like, so what you're trying to say is you're balanced and you know who you are. So when somebody says like, wow, you're mean, you're mean girl or whatever, you're like, you know what? I know that wasn't my intention. So it's not resonating with me. Is that kind of what you're saying? Right. But again, on a big, like a huge scale, when people, when people were watching this uh, paradise, the Samaran, and I got so many messages saying like, you're such a manipulator. That's when I was like, well, like. I'm not, but what they're seeing, I could understand where they're coming from. And the reason they're seeing what is being shown is because the people in charge, Mm -hmm. let's say, are giving them the TV show and I'm being shown that way. So is it really people's perception of me Mm -hmm. or the person they're seeing? That's interesting. So then I have to understand that, like, this is where I'm so complex. I'm sorry. No, bring it. We love it. Yeah, so... (laughs) <laughs> tell us everything so if they're watching this show <laughs> yes right <laughs> but i mean they they did it they they do it to everyone mm-hmm. i mean whether you're the positive or the the villain because yeah. let's just briefly bring crystal into it yeah she's a sweetheart i met her a couple times right and the edit she got was villain like yeah. and then she's come around yeah uh, and people loved her so yep. ultimately People just remember what is lost shown to them. Absolutely. You know what? I'm really telling you how long. No, you're right, though, because it's it's like uh, it's they create the context. You know, it's it's an illusion. It's a little it's an illusion. You know, like it is entertainment. It is a show. You know, there are real moments, but there is a narrative that it follows. Like, I think but I think we're, we're all aware of that, you know, and I think the fun of it is trying to figure out, like, well, what's real here? Like, what's real? What's false? What's going on? What happened? And I think that's why everyone gets so fascinated when somebody like, oh, my God, what happened at Stagecoach? Because that was like real life. And these texts, these are real. And all this, like, I think like people go nuts about it you were recently attacked by nick vile (laughs) again with him (laughs) and i i don't know if you wanted to talk about this or not but i really felt like you spoke you spoke up for yourself in a way that was um really brave really brave because like you don't listen you have a platform but he he does have a very large platform and i felt like you know Christina really spoke up for herself. I was very, like, inspired by that. I think it was time. So I have faced in the past 
uh, an encounter, if someone has a larger platform Mm -hmm. than I do, it almost makes it scarier to stand up to them. Yeah. Just because uh, they'll come back, come back around and say something even worse and reach even wider audience. Yes. So like, it, it was it was a little bit kind of scary. I don't know, scary. I did wonder, should I say something? Should I not? You know what? Three glasses of wine deep. I'm going to say <laughs> something about it. It's time. So that's what it took. Well, I'll but tell I'm you. But I'm glad I yeah. did just because. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. I just think I have, uh, like, as they say, there's three sides to every story. His, mm-hmm. hers, his and his, hers and hers, and the truth. Mm-hmm. So I needed my side to be heard. Yeah. Whether it reached as wide of an audience or not, I don't mind, but I feel better deep down. It was in the page. Like, I think, like, outlets want to hear the other side, though. So it got picked up. I saw that, you know, like what you wrote. But you know what's interesting? This is why I can tell, like, this is why you've grown. Like, this is just like, I, feel, I call it an energy indicator. I make up, I make up terms all the time. You do analogies. I make up terms. I call it an energy indicator uh-huh. <laughs> because <laughs> your whole back to the whole childhood thing, being an indigo, like I'm, I have to be what somebody else wants me to be to survive, to literally survive. You know, I have to be a certain way so people mm-hmm. accept me. What you just, and, and the thing is, is the brain doesn't differentiate like, that from you know somebody saying something nasty to you on social media it's gonna feel the same way it's gonna feel like that gut-wrenching like oh my god scary fear fear and that's what Nick did to you like I feel like he he got you back or spirit put you in a position let's say the universe whatever you want to call it in in a position where you're like okay I could be unsafe here if I if if I am myself I could be unsafe and you went up Mm -hmm. against it and you, you fought hard. And even though that's like a huge trigger for you to be like, whoa, I could be attacked and people could not like me, which used to be your way that your link to survival, your likability, you know, that you went up against that, you know, that your environmental likability was put to the, to the test or whatever. Um, that shows amazing growth that in yourself, you know, in, in your centering and your balance. Did you, did you feel better about it, even though it was scary, like after you did it? After I didn't, I I almost like tested out with a smaller platform because of my other Instagram, mm-hmm. and people were saying like how proud that I stood oh. up, and I didn't re- realize how much impact just a short story had on people yeah. because they said like you've grown so much the fact that you're speaking up, yeah. it kind of gave me a boost to go to my main instagram platform and be able to speak up and actually gave courage to so many others the yeah. messages i got from them oh, um that's beautiful so sometimes sometimes i'm kind of scared for myself but i need to see the greater cause that mm-hmm. other people might get inspired by it which they did that's like um, yeah that's light working that's like when you make other people feel you know whatever you want to call it like the unconditional love within if you're strong mm-hmm. without other people's approval like you did that for them you know I, it's amazing. Like through this whole bachelor journey of since 2016, it, the messages I've been getting and how much I, I and my story have helped them. Yeah. It's incredible. It truly is. That's why I really feel like there's a book in there, Christina, like one day when you want to sit down with somebody, I just know because you have just, I feel like the patterns that you've broken and the agreements that you've broken and the place that you are now for the good. And not like that you look back and you're like, Oh, 
this, these are the things that I'm victimized by. You say, these are the things I'm empowered by. This is how I'm stronger. Like it's, it's amazing the filter you've put on your life. That's how I see you. I definitely feel like a little bit less, uh, if you would say safe emotion. I don't know. How should I phrase this? I felt safe whenever I didn't speak up or go against anything mm-hmm. uh, because I didn't want any drama. Right. I just wanted there to be peace and I'll just be back. But um, because it would never involve me. But when I started speaking up, it, again, it was uh, touching more people, but I felt a little bit, I guess, open and yeah. to, to the criticism. Yeah. Vulnerable. Yes. Very vulnerable. Yeah. And when you're vulnerable, that's like, that's when like things can come in, you know, I don't know. I like when it rains, it pours, you know? So like, it's kind of like, you can get sick or like you can like have trouble sleeping or like there's other issues, but what do you do to like decompress? Like what, like what do you do to like just make yourself feel like, okay, I don't care about, I'm not Christina from the bachelor anymore. I'm myself. Like what do you do to put that boundary up and feel like you? Um, you have no idea how much alone time I spend <laughs> with my cat and my dog. I don't get that. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, hermiting. So much alone time. <laughs> And then let's say if I'm at my place, basically, I mean, I have neighbors who love to take walks, like with our dogs. Oh. They'll message me, hey, we're going for a walk. Do you want to come? I'm like, no, just because like I want my alone time. And then 10 minutes later, I'll go out and walk my, walk my dog. It's just, I feel like I need more alone time now yeah. than I ever did. Yeah. And then let's say four days go by and I go, okay, I'm ready for dinner. Let's see who's available within the next, next 20 minutes. <laughs> so it's kind of spur of the moment, go get your dose of social interaction and then get back to being by myself. But no, I think um, I love to spend time with people who are not like energy draining. Yes. And I've definitely encountered oh. those that are, and I try not to encounter. You're like a magnet involved, like, for them. Encounter like, them with- they're knocking on your door. They oh, show boy. up. <laughs> Like even message all the time and call. I'm like, ah, you're like, okay. And that's, I think that's part of just like getting in your own space. You're like, okay, like if you're draining me, this isn't going to work. You know, like you have to understand I need my alone. Like I, it's kind of like, sometimes you'll, you'll say I need my alone time. And like the wrong people will hear, I hate you, you know, like, and and like, those are the people that you can't have around. Like it's not personal. I'm I'm just learning. Yeah. (laughs) Learning now to vocalize and be, I had to tell a very close friend kind of like, Hey, I need my alone time. Yeah. And it's nothing against you. It's me. It's not a bad thing Mm -hmm. that I need that time. It's just, otherwise you'll never see me if I'm constantly drained. And uh, I need to learn how to balance that. That's hard. It's hard because like you're, um, like I say, I don't see a lot of indigos in the public eye, you know, and I think it's for this reason. It's, it's very, and here's the thing now, now try to wrap your head around this. This is going to sound out there, but I really feel this about you. You're okay. So being indigo, you do have like this extra sensory ability. Now this is where I sound crazy and you just have to go with me here. Like you have this extra sensory ability because you're an indigo of feeling people thinking about you who you don't even know. So, and, and who you do know, do you ever like, so this is like, this, I, I, I really, I'm feel with like, you. okay. Okay. Good. All right. Good. Cause I was sound, I was doing that thing like you were doing earlier. Like, am I making sense? But like, I feel like you can pick up, let's say it's an episode of bachelor in paradise. Like you might have like, like the next day, like might be 
like psycho for you like just very draining or like whatever or like just because you're feeling everyone think about you or like sit there and like react to it or like whatever and then it can pull on you like energetically and this can happen to you with total strangers it's like a buzz and the more you get aware to it like the more you'll realize it and you'll be like oh my god like this could have something to do with it you probably already do this with with people you know like you're just thinking about somebody and then they pop up in your life or whatever does that happen to you a lot yes yeah. yes so like think about that like times <laughs> million of yes. viewers because that is probably why you need more time alone now than ever because you've i mean you filmed a, like a while ago then you had to wait for it you know so you're feeling all the editors and everybody talking about it while they're editing and producing it or whatever then it's airing every week so you ha- so you've gone through months of this months so you're gonna yeah. need time to heal and then you'll probably feel like yourself in a, in a few months once it kind of dies down a little bit but that's how I think about you a few months <laughs> Well, I feel like it takes I will time, say, <laughs> but you're, it does. It well, does. that's a good question. Cause like people are asking me like, what is next? People are asking you, what is next after this? Like, what else is your thing right now? Like, what do you, what makes you, you like, what's your next project? Do you feel? I think this is a way for someone out there to to make me really think what's next because I've been asked this question probably <laughs> five times, yeah. which is a lot yes. in the exact format. Oh, what's next for you? What's, what's next, next for you? Yeah. And um, I think my first is fear, fear of falling back into the lifestyle I used to live right. before doing paradise. Partially I was like, okay, let me do paradise. Maybe I'll meet someone. Maybe something else will come of it. And it was almost like a, door that I went through to see what was there yeah and now I'm afraid that I will fall back into it but ultimately getting the response now and I feel so much stronger in myself I want to help somehow mm-hmm. and I thought about uh, doing like a beauty as well as the self-love self-respect and strength oh, in the yeah. same mm-hmm. so I know I had the second Instagram where I changed the handle to mirrored beauty oh, and yeah. the concept behind that is when you look in the mirror, mm-hmm. you don't just see the physical beauty. You see yourself, like, you're trustworthy, you're strong, mm-hmm. and you're all of those things. So, like, almost words of affirmation about yourself. Oh, I love that. So, somehow, I would love to um, get that together and make something of it because I think it could be beneficial to a lot of a lot of people. Just something to go to and remind that they're badass they're strong and confident that's very indigo of you because i i feel like you do that yourself like when you meet people like we all see people's physical beauty but i feel like you you also feel their heart you know and i tell people this in readings all the time i'm like i wish you could see you the way i see you like the way spirit lets me see you because like like you are beautiful but your heart is like oh my god like it's very warm And I feel like you do that with people too. Like you can tell who truly is good, you know, and who, and who rate, and because that radiates because beauty does shine from within. So I love that message. And I think that's, we'll we'll put that in the show notes, like your other Instagram handle and things like that. Cause I think that's really cool. Um, Creative. Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to touch base uh, on that. 
as you said, whenever I meet people and even if I know whatever they did, mm-hmm. like I can see beyond, like I can see who they are and feel who they are, which is good people. Majority of the time it's good people and they're wearing. So I've had a question. Someone yeah. asked, once asked me a question. What do you dislike more, liars or fake people? Mm. And I said liars because liars are, they're lying. But if you're fake, you're putting on a persona or an act to fit in yes. when deep down you probably are a good person so that's a great yeah, yeah. I so. agree with that one like I would rather any day deal with somebody who's lying you know what's funny about liars though they believe their lies most of the time <laughs> like, right actually I mean w- with fake people I can see right through that they're just trying to compensate or fit in somehow right with liars I'm like you're lying to my face and I know you're lying to my face so I don't want anything to do with you yeah they're easier to figure so out it's one of those yeah like they're they're easier to fake like they're easier to know you're done with them or whatever I think than like fake right, people it's like I'm oh like, you're insecure yeah but then I give I, this is maybe that that's where we're maybe different because with fake people I'm like okay I can see beyond but you're being fake so I'm going to let you be fake with a liar. I almost start to hold a grudge. Like, why would you lie to me? And that's <laughs> that a trigger for you? Maybe that's a Scorpio. Maybe that's oh, a Scorpio. You're Scorpio. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah. I'm also a yeah. Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you that's, I'm also, <laughs> Scorpios have like, like a don't tendency. Lie to me. That is so funny. You're like, I'll cut you. Like, don't lie to me. <laughs> like, I know everything. <laughs> I'm indigo. So I know everything. And you're, I know you're lying. So I'm going to hold a grudge. <laughs> so funny yes yes (laughs) Scorpio oh I didn't know that yeah because I don't work in like astrology you know but um but some of this stuff is so true like the Scorpio Uh thing like do not piss off a Scorpio like they will never let it go you know like it's just (laughs) I'm with you I'm learning to balance that one too but I can see just like just because we all know like with Blake it's like I can see where he's so forgivable because it's like oh geez you know like it's like like a little kid screwing up right. or something yeah it's like oh gosh Blake what'd you do you know <laughs> who'd you sleep and with you know like stop it you know and that's why also I think kind of is a little bit annoying to me when people say oh my gosh she doesn't have any self-worth or self-respect how can she continuously go back to this person and forgive them right well because they're a good person and yeah. it's not that I'm lowering myself right to be there for them it's because I see the good but I'm still strong so it was yeah well I think people sometimes look at it from their own triggers you know what's happened to them so they'll look at you and be like wow you gave him another chance after he did that to you but they're really thinking about when that happened to them you know and they're they're still upset about it or whatever like you know you have um but you do have a very gracious and forgiving heart that's just kind of how you are to people who you know some people do deserve a second chance, but I, I, I have hope for Blake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Creative Juan wants to know, now that you are aware of your aura colors and its qualities, how will you use this information dating the next guy in your life? Thank you for asking that. And it's great. It scares me now. <laughs> I, I have, you know, I feel deep down like, Hey, I am open. And if somebody comes into my life, I will know. I, I know it sounds a little bit kind of delusional, but I truly, I feel like I will connect on that spiritual level, that mm-hmm. energetical level that I will know. Yes. And trying to be a little bit less sensitive and like, don't take things, don't th- take things so personal right mm-hmm. off the bat mm-hmm. and don't invest your energy and time 
just because you've had a couple of exchanges or you've gone on a couple of dates because yeah. um, I've had a habit of almost like latching on to the idea and then sure. creating this picture of what it could be instead yeah. of like taking it day by day. Right. Only because I think it gave me time, gave me a, something to quote unquote fantasize about right. just because I had nothing better to do. Oh, now yeah. that I have things going on for me, I have less time to think about um, what could be and actually focus on what it is. I think there was definitely growth in that aspect when it comes to relationships. Um, I think we all do that in a sense, do yeah. we? Or yeah, like the, what we use. That was incredibly vulnerable of you. And I feel like just you putting words to that, I mean, that's like a lot of power right there. You just put words to something you, that a lot of people don't want to say out loud or even want to go there. You know, again, maybe being unparadised this last season taught me strength by people's criticism and feedbacks and if I can do with that Mm -hmm. whatever people say back to this if they don't agree I have a backbone and I still want to be relatable personable vulnerable to anyone who is going to benefit in the long run if it can help them um, I'm willing to be open I and I feel like right there like what like that is like a key and I feel like that's unlocking the next step for you because like who do you yeah Go ahead. Sorry. No, I that's I what I feel. Words. Yeah. Like, I feel like what you just like you going there and being like, you know what? Cause like it always trails back to me for how like your formative years, like you're a 180 from then, but you're the same, you're, you have the same aura, but you're like utilizing it differently. You know, you're utilizing it the way your energy is supposed to be used, not the way your ego used it for survival. You're, you're using it the way that, like, spirit wants to, your soul wants to use it for your development, which is I'm going to tell you vulnerably everything that I went through so that you can relate to it and take what you need in a way that's going to make your life better and please pay it forward. And right there, that feeds you, you know, and, and that's what I, I just get that from you when you, mm-hmm. when you were saying that about about giving people chances quickly in a, in a way, you know, because a lot of us do that. A lot of us do that. Is there a difference? Uh, so I know there's multiple aura colors, but is there, let's say, there's a purple. Is there a light purple or a dark purple? Light indigo, dark indigo. Is there such a thing yeah. in auras? Yeah, there's shades and, like, different ways people there's hold shades. them. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if like, that makes a difference or is it just strictly if you're an indigo, it doesn't matter what shade. No, because um, you're like, well, when I look at you, you, no, it does make a difference. When I look at you, got like little bits of yellow in there, you know? So like you feel like you have a tendency to want to be organized. So <laughs> I get that. I want to be. Yeah, you want to be. It, it's very, they're very it's, small yes, little that's pieces. that's the keyword. <laughs> they're not. I'm like, I want to be, but I can't. Like you try, <laughs> but like, I feel like, like with you, um, just as an influencer, right? Like, like on social media and stuff like that. I, I feel like with you, that's another thing I've seen maybe because I'm, I've been stalking you for many years, Christina. I feel like you're in a creepy <laughs> There way. we go. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I'm a non-creepy stalker. I promise. But I feel like you're. I you're, watch my own stories all the time. Yes, it's okay. You stalk yourself. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. Like as I've been non-creepily stalking you, I feel like with you you're I don't know if you've taken more control or something over your own posts or like what you're going to do or what you're not going to do or whatever because it feels way more cohesive and way more 
you or something. So you as an indigo is what I'm trying to say. And I feel like you're trying to, I don't know, like, you know, put reasons to it or organize it or, or you know, stick it in different. You know, the emotion comes in waves. And I feel like as you've been analyzing it, it has tr done the trickle effect into how you, I don't know, even accept work, for example, or, or you know, the next project or whatever. It's more thought out possibly. But if, it's, I see that in you. I definitely did that. I think it took some time because this world of influencing post-show, I can't say for everyone else. Okay, there's two kind of influencers, mm -hmm. and this is where I struggled until I've accepted it. One is you get this following post-show or post-something. Like The following just came out of nowhere, right. and all of a sudden you're in the space where people have worked probably years to get to. Right. So they have they have so much more time and strategy and like yeah. probably love and passion right. to get where they are versus someone who was just thrown into it. Right. And I felt guilty accepting oh. the platform that I was basically the platform that I got. And I said, there's people that actually work for it. And here I am. And I don't know what to do with it. And I don't want to just be selfish, just jump on it and take advantage of it. Um, so I struggled with that until I've come to terms. Like, if you can use it for greater good, do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you got here. That's, so. again, like, that you feel like you have to work to deserve something. You know what I mean? That, like, right there, that you feel like that you, like, need to be guilty for, like, accepting abundance of the universe. Like, you should probably just take, like, a little pause there. <laughs> and just because for you, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? If you look at, I don't know, somebody that, yes, they built their, like, Lady Gaga or, or somebody, like, built their brand or whatever, like, and then you, you know, somebody, you know, who comes in from the bit. But that's just how it works. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it works. That's, that's, that's the magic of, of this world that we live in. But the guilt thing I, is more of, like, a trigger, I think. I just almost have to find, uh, like, justify a way for me to, be, to accept it. And when it when it makes sense in my mind, as you said, like I tried to put meaning behind almost everything. Right. And it was one of those things. And until I did so, you know, I still feel like I'm not doing the best I could oh. with it. But I did speak up and um, talk to my agent or whoever, what yeah. I want to focus on. And to basically say no to brands that approach if it doesn't fit the brand mm -hmm. that I'm trying to build. Oh, that's cool. Cause like it shows, it shows like energetically, like in your IG, I just felt more organization there, but it feels good. But here's the thing though, too, just be careful with like the, the wall thing. Cause that can make a wall, like, like you're building walls to how you're going to get abundance, but it is good that you're putting filters on it that you only, ex and that, okay. see, but you doing that, I think that's so cool because like what you just did was that's going to metaphor and parlay and to trickle down into like romantic relationships, you know, because like what you did was you're like, all right, there's an abundance of stuff coming at me, but I'm putting a filter up of quality. And that's what you're doing with, with people too. So it'll trickle. It's, I need this yeah. romance. Yes. You tell me. <laughs> I know. Well, this creative Juan, he's one of my <laughs> followers and he is in Toronto and he just loves you. That's who asked that question. <laughs> so, Aww, somebody one. asked me um like can you can you match make for her and I'm like oh man that would be good because you do deserve the best okay. yeah who do I need what aura do I need to look out you need okay so you need oh, I've already you. thought about this you need Ooh. somebody you need a green like a balanced green you need somebody who like I don't you know how like you say you need to be alone like if you're with a balanced green 
you feel like you're alone, but you're not because like they're very chill and zen and they don't bother you. You know what I mean? Like they're very like calm. I like that. That's nice, right? So it's kind of like you could just have a day where you're just hanging out, but their energy is very the same. So it doesn't feel um all up and down and mm-hmm. all wacky on you. That's so I feel like you need a green. Like you definitely need a green. But don't make little walls for him to logically show up. Just like be like, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready now. And I think that's just a mantra we all need to have. I am open to positive relationships in my life. And I feel like that's good. Okay. A couple more Bachelor in Paradise questions, like real quick. IG people wanted to know. Okay, they wanted to know what you think of who's your favorite couple that like got together this season. Why do people keep asking that? They love it. They like don't the, we they want to be happy for to... don't we want to be happy for all? <laughs> no, they want you to choose uh, your favorite. Do they <laughs> Like, wow. So this they can is, judge this you is crazy. For it. This is madness. <laughs> um, maybe because I was on that beach and I saw all of those relationships form. You did. Form. You did. You were like, um, you were very much there for it, you know? <laughs> oh, I just sat back and I was eating popcorn until somebody <laughs> pulled me aside, had a confrontation with me. I dealt with it. I went back. I grabbed my popcorn. That was and the best watch. confrontation ever. You handled that. So who was with that again? Wait, because that was like. Who did that to you on the... Caitlin? Yes. Okay, her. Yes. Okay, I remember that one. I totally forgot about that till just now, and I had notes on that in my brain. This is what I thought about that confrontation with Caitlin. She projected... Like, you didn't do that thing, and I thought this was so evolved empath of you. You didn't do that thing that empaths like to do, which is, like, accept responsibility for someone else's issues. So you were like, okay, that's that that's not what I'm doing and like you didn't like own it and and I feel like she couldn't handle it like when you when she tried to project it on you and you were just like it was just bouncing off you like I feel like she really couldn't handle that and then like had to label you as whatever well I just sat there first of all I was in shock whenever the confrontation happened only because when uh, she came down to the beach I was super nice to her we had a mutual friend in common and I, we kind of hit it off of bed okay. and yes yeah, she took Blake on a date and I was like you do you girl yeah and <laughs> I, I was just really surprised where that came from. And then when it did, I like, I didn't have any emotional sensitivity to it. I was just like, what's going on? Yeah. And the only thing I can do is be like, no, this is not happening. Yeah. Like, why? I didn't feel like, sorry, like, oh, my gosh, poor me. I was like, no, wait, what? So I think that kind of helped, helped me to not take any BS. It was good. Like, maybe some anyone. people took it as like, oh, she's cold or whatever. But I took it as like. Oh no, she's doing good. She's not, she's not owning crazy. Like that's kind of how I saw it. And I was like, that's like slow clapping for you in my living room as I watched it. Thank you. (laughs) Well, the conversation took a while. I felt like at the time I said, what's going on? And once again, get to the point. Yeah. (laughs) Like you were like, get to the point girl. Favorite couple. Oh yeah. Favorite couple. Go ahead. I just, I, they're so, they're all so good in their own ways. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, some of it is there's like young love and there's oh. potential for you to like transform into like long lasting, mm-hmm. but then you hesitate and, uh, well, since they're so young, like could it really last? Well, yes, it can. And then there's, um, like we saw Chris and Katie yeah. and that was, you see them struggle almost, yeah. but then it's like, well, hold on. They're actually talking about real life yeah. situations and genuine like connections. So that could work because if they can t- talk through that and still love each other each other the way they do mm-hmm. like that'll work and I just adore love Demi and Christian they both have such good energy about them I 
consistently gravitated towards them. Yeah. They just go, and they're so good together. I, I, cause Demi has so, purple uh, and Christian has like, she's got like, um, red in her. So like, I just feel like she stabilizes Demi and, and Demi kind of lightens it up for her. Yeah. They're like a good, yeah. They almost feel like yes. opposites attract in some way, but like, in, but that works like in a good way, but they feel like they've been together for a really long time already, which is kind of like a good mark. Like when people, do they feel that way in person? Like, wow, have you guys been together forever? Cause that's kind of what they feel like looking at them. Oh yeah. There's Aww. a, you always find like whenever you see someone together and you, well, I feel there's a sense of familiarity between the two, mm-hmm. like that speaks volumes. I don't know. It feels, it feels like they were, I had no idea. They just seemed very, very comfortable with each other when I first met them. And, yeah. and honestly, like, it's one of those things that I pick up on theirs. I want that sense of feeling whenever uh-huh. I meet my person, sense of familiarity. Where, like, you don't consistently have to. Like, we're sure I'm not a person of words of affirmation. Sure, you can send me a compliment here and there, but quality time is my thing. So visualize that then. Yeah, like anything that you want, you have to visualize it, you know, like and really kind of like that's the exact thing. Like you're already doing it. That's how you manifest it. Christina, thank you so much for being on. I want to make sure everybody knows where to find you and any Instagram, like let us know what's going on. Tell us. Well, uh, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation. Me too. I really, like, it was so nice. Yes, you can find me on Instagram, my main account, Christina, uh, K-R-I-S-C-I-N-A, Shulman, S-C-H-U-L-M-A-N. Um, and I'm launching the second one hopefully to turn into more of a brand and do something with that and that is mirrored beauty awesome i will put that all in the show notes christina i just have to say that i'm so thankful to you for being on i don't think i can put into words how much meaning it has to me and especially you talking about things that you guard close to your heart and are sensitive about like i really feel like people are going to benefit from them. And I, I just want to thank you from all of us and thank you. And I hope everybody listening goes and thanks you too, you know, and tells you what it means to them because I think as indigos and as empaths, we need to hear it. Don't you agree? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you. 